We are about to begin Simon Reish Memhe, the halachas of a Jew and non-Jew that are partners in a business. Um, today we'll be doing the first half of Sif Aleph, that is the Mechaber, and uh, tomorrow Mutz Hashem the Ramah. Um, the Mishtabur gives something of a Hagdama, and it's quite important since we're only doing the Mechaber today, to know that there's a Machlokas, the Mechaber, and the Ramah, and that the Mechaber Shita is not what the Ramah says. Essentially, the issue is like this. When you have a Jew and non-Jew that are partners in the business, and the business really requires that the two of them work, do work daily, the Jewish um, partner tells his non-Jewish partner, well, I don't want to do, do work on Shabbos, why don't you do work on Shabbos for me instead? And then they work out the financial stipulation. There's a major problem in that, because he is asking the non-Jew to do the work for him. So that's a regular case of Amir Lakum. You're asking a non-Jew to do malacha for you. It's Nira Kishlucho. And it's also Midarabanan. You're not allowed to do it. So what is the Eitzah that the Shulchan Aruch gives? The Eitzah the Shulchan Aruch gives is that before they really define the partnership, meaning before the Kenyan is made to establish the partnership, they make the following stipulation. The Jew says, I take no responsibility for Shabbos meaning it is your responsibility to do the work on Shabbos, and you'll get the profit of Shabbos, I will take another day during the week where you're off, that day is my responsibility, and I get the full profit of that day. Uh, and this way, the non-Jew is not doing malacha for the Jew, he's doing malacha on the day on Shabbos, which happens to be the non-Jew's responsibility only. The Jew does malacha on a different day. When they end up splitting the profits, they're splitting them accordingly, so the Jew is not getting the schar Shabbos, he's getting schar for a different day, and everything's wonderful. This is all before, um, before, they, uh, before they work out the terms of the partnership, or as they work this out before they make the kinyan on the, uh, on the actual shutfis. Um, whereas, if they didn't do it at that time, so already there are halachis of, uh, of, uh, of how to go about it. Now, um, the Mishtabura says that uh, what happens if they didn't speak anything out, and the Jew just didn't do malach on Shabbos, and the non-Jew did. And when it comes to Chalukah, they don't say anything. The non-Jew doesn't say, the Jew doesn't say to the non-Jew, well, um, you know, you worked for you worked for me on Shabbos, so I will make it that I worked for you on a different day. They're just splitting fifty-fifty. The question is: Is that mutter or So there's a suffix in the Gemara. The Rambam paskins lechumra. The Rosh paskins lekula. The Machaber follows the Rambam. The Ramah says that you can rely on the Rosh in Hefsid Meruba. So we are now going to begin with the Machaber Shita, which is the Rambam Shita. Let's learn that. And then when we get to the Ramah, we'll see where the Ramah differs. But for day, today, we're only doing the Machaber, which is, which is more Machmir than the Ramah. Says the Machaber, Yisrael ve'en Yehudi she'esh lehem sode otanu or merchatz or rechaim shalmayim b'shutfis. A Jew and non-Jew that are partners in either a field, or an oven, an oven that is rented out. In those days, it was a common thing. People did not have ovens in their homes. Some businessmen would buy an oven, and then you would pay for oven time. And they would make their money by renting out oven time. Um, o merchatz, similarly, people did not have baths in their house. There was a public bathhouse. You paid an admission fee. Orechayim shamayim, similarly, people that wanted to uh, have their, their wheat ground into flour, they did not own mills themselves, somebody owned a water mill, what he would do is also, he would take money for time in use of the water mill. Or they are partners in, in a shop, they own a store together, and they're selling the merchandise. 
If at the time that the partnership was being established, they stipulated that the non-Jew gets the total schar for Shabbos, whatever that may be, and one day of the week, a Jew will get instead of that. The Jew will get. Mutter, that is permissible. Once again, because it is the Jew's responsibility to work for that extra weekday, and it is the non-Jew's responsibility to work for Shabbos. He is not working for the Jew on that day. He's doing malacha for himself because that's his responsibility. Those were the terms of the partnership. Um, so that, that part of it is fine. Fiyam lo hisnu what happens if they did not make a Tanai in the beginning, and now they're coming to divide? So according to the Rambam, there is no Eitzah. The only Eitzah is to lose money. When they come to divide, The non-Jew should take all of the schar of all of the Shabbosos. And the rest they will split 50-50. In other words, the non-Jew will have to forfeit whatever was earned by the non-Jew on Shabbos. Since they did not make any stipulations, so they didn't necessarily keep records to know what was done on Shabbos, so what they can do is very conveniently, one-seventh of all of their earnings the non-Jew will take, the remaining six-sevenths get divided in half, um, the Jew takes three-sevenths, and the non-Jew takes three-sevenths, and this way the Jew will not be taking Schar Shabbos, the Goy will have not been working for him on Shabbos, and everything is fine. This is all the Rambam Shita, that there wouldn't be an alternative. Now, first of all, what are we talking about? This is whether or not they own it, um, or the two of them actually rented it for the sake of, uh, of making money. It's the same, ha- same halacha. And once again, the rule being that if they did not make any stipulation, then really they both had to do the work on any day. And if the non-Jew did the work on Shabbos, he was doing it for the Jew, and the Jew cannot make any any money off that. You cannot get benefit from work that was done by a non-Jew for you. Um, Not so if initially you stipulate that the Jew does not have any responsibilities on Shabbos, then he's not doing malacha for you. Now, um... What happens if these people are the owners, but neither of them really does anything? They are businessmen. The people who actually run the business are other non-Jews. So what will be the halacha if you have a Jew and a non-Jew that have partnership in a business such as this, and there's somebody else, a non-Jew, that, uh, that does the work? What is going to be the halacha there? Do we say that the non-Jew was doing something b'shlichus Yisrael on Shabbos? So the Mishnah Brewer says that as long as you're not taking schar Shabbos behedya, the halach is that it's mutter. Meaning like this. The non-Jew that's working is a salaried worker and he's doing it for himself. The Jew that is getting profit on it, as, as that would be a problem of schar Shabbos. There's no iser of schar Shabbos bahavlaw if he's taking it together with all the days of the week. He's not getting a separate schar for that. What is the problem? The problem is that we learned before that a Jew cannot have a, wor- a non-Jewish worker working for him if you tell him that he's got to work on Shabbos. Um, th- that would be Yasser. The only way that it would be Mutter is if it's done Derech Kablonis. And even Derech Kablonis, meaning you just pay him a flat rate to get the job done and you don't hold him to having to come in at a certain time. Even if you do that, even if, if, it's, if it's with Kablonis, the halach is that it's still also because of marizayin. People will think that you're paying him by the hour and telling him to come in on Shabbos. That's only when it is a Jewish-only 
own company. If you have non-Jews that are partners, people will not say that the Jew hired him to come in on Shabbos. They'll say the non-Jew hired him to come in on Shabbos. So that there is no Isser of Maris Ayin when you're dealing with a partnership of a Jew and a non-Jew. Now, in the case where, where, uh, where they made a Tanai to begin with, that the non-Jew doesn't have to work, that the Jew doesn't have to work on Shabbos, so the non-Jew is not doing Malacha for him. Um, how does that work out practically? In the case of the field, um, their profits are going to come at the end of the season. So what they would really have to do is work out um, what percentage of the, of the, of the crop um, came about, whether it be qualitative or quantitative, as a result of the work that was done on the Shabbosis. That's really the way they would have to make their Cheshm, which is rather complicated. Now, what happens if, uh, if they, they make up that they're going to divide things 50-50? The non-Jew is required to work on Shabbos. The Jew is required to work on a weekday. And at the end, instead of working out what was earned on Shabbos and what was earned during the week, they'll just divide it 50-50. So there, we are choshish, that it, what it really boils down to is that the Jew and the non-Jew are total partners. The Jew really has a responsibility for Shabbos, just the non-Jew is carrying it out, and he's a shliach. It's got to be that the non-Jew takes the full profit of Shabbos, and the Jew takes the full profit of that extra weekday that he does, and this way it is very clear that the Jew has no responsibilities on Shabbos. Now what happens if they made a kosher t'nai, like in the, like in the, in the Shulchan Aruch? They made up initially, the Jew doesn't have to work on Shabbos, the non-Jew takes the Shabbos profit, the Jew takes a weekday profit, but when it came to, uh, it, uh, it comes to dividing, they divided 50-50. So there's a machlokas we've shown him, and the Mishtabrura seems to be machmer, he brings the Eliyarabah, leaves it as a Tzarekian, and, uh, and um, that is that um, if the Jew, if, if the two of them at the end divide equally, then they are showing that at the very beginning they weren't serious. This was just a word game. They're really full partners, including Shabbos as well. So that when they divide, the right thing to do is they keep clear records. The non-Jew takes the schar Shabbos. The Jew takes the schar of whatever weekday it was that, uh, that he worked extra for. And they do not divide, divide equally. Whereas what happens if they have problems putting the records together at the end? They decide to divide e- equally only as a matter of uh, avoiding all of the complications of the paperwork. That would be mutter. That's not a sign of dishonesty. That's just a, a, a sign of, uh, of things not being, uh, not being clear. Once again, this is all the sheet of the Machaber. Tomorrow, Mir Tzashem, we'll be seeing the sheet of the Ramah.